0: The multiverse. I've seen thousands of Eviolence. You can access all the memories, their emotions, even the skills. We are up and
1: running. All right, everybody, welcome into another edition of the podcast for Man Here to Pod. You're listening to the. Bob, you just got back from Miami. Hey. Um, hot uh, Dominican women in, with cinnamon tans. Is that true? Is that what <laughs> that, they had down there? Is that from a song? Yeah, Will Smith.
0: Ah. Miami. How did I not? I should have assumed Welcome to Miami yes man back from miami it's been i feel a little rusty i had i had the butterflies yeah. before we got on today which means we haven't done it in a while but it also when you get the butterflies it means you're about to do something important right
1: yeah i know yeah we're, if you're not nervous you're uh, you're not doing something that you care about um we were in mid-season form uh, going into the oscars i think that that was a fun uh, lead up and then uh we kind of got to, and then the, the big slap kind of knocked the wind out of our sails. Yeah. It's like, well, what the fuck do we talk what about do we now? What we talk <laughs> about?
0: There were some movies that were coming out that we were really excited about, but I also sound the siren was in a play, and so it was hard to catch some of them because
1: I was at the theater so much. Uh, so Yeah, the, those 10 people that didn't know <laughs> where they were uh, had to be entertained out in uh, Evanston. Hey, <laughs> hey,
0: it's a 45-seat house, and we sold really well, Okay. But, yeah.
1: My apologies. Sorry. Rob Grabowski is shaking
0: his fist at his radio right now.
1: It looks like it was a lot of fun, uh, and uh, it, it's a, a role you were born to play. Yeah, jackass drunk karaoke. Jackass
0: drunk at a karaoke bar, uh, constantly picking fights with uh, reference levels to um, music. So yeah, that was that was a the part. They when they sent it over to me, I said, yeah, I get it. I know why they're I know why they're calling me. But yeah, so so um, once the well, the... theater may be dead despite your
1: show, but <laughs> movies are still hanging. Movies on. are
0: yeah, still doing the death march. So there was a few movies that i was trying to catch up with i know you had seen them as they were rolling out in uh, just their their natural release but uh, everything everywhere all at once that was the first on my list and then the northman that was the second on my list so we have both watched each and here to bod and yeah talk we're
1: caught up so yeah um some good fun movies are coming out i mean oscars were man it feels, it feels like forever ago but that was march right and then uh, so we had kind of a a, a solid little April here in, into May. Uh, um, Northman came out May 11th, I want to say. But uh, yeah, Everything Everywhere All at Once by up-and-coming directors. The Daniels this is an A24 movie. I thought this was the coolest movie of the year. I'm so stoked that it's kind of, uh, it's buzzy. People are talking about it. It's It's a multiverse movie that actually means something and is actually kind of cool and has something to say. What uh, what what did what was your take? I, I had a lot of fun with it.
0: Yeah, the first thing I thought was someone someone in my cast was, was asking me if I had seen it yet. And I said, no. And I was like, well, what, what is it? Because my podcast co-host is also pretty pumped up about it. And they said, oh, it's this multiverse movie. And I was thinking, Matt Hayes is into a multiverse movie? <laughs> and then I finally go to see it and it has uh, multiple duels with uh, dildos and uh, Taekwondo <laughs> with dildos. And I said, okay, I get it now. But yeah, so the the daniels they they did swiss army man which was a really mm-hmm. off the wall comedy question mark it was just kind of a bit of everything and and this is another one that's a bit of everything but i thought it was yeah, daniel
1: re- ratcliffe is like dead right and then uh... yeah
0: and um uh what's his nuts uh the riddler uh paul dano yeah. is paul dano. he yeah he's he he's using him in the woods it's like to, yeah he's like a yeah he's basically marooned on an island kind of and it, it's a that's a that's a really wacky movie but this one's this one's grounded a little more if, if you can even say that because there's people with hot dog fingers in it but it's <laughs> i think i i really thought this was uh very creative and oh, yeah. it was uh it was very inventive in the way it went about the multiverse piece. And, and really, I the, the things I liked about it was just the, the human elements to it. Because it's also it's about parenting and coming of age and dreams either coming true or failing. And I, I think doing that in a multiverse way also, to me, in a strange way was saying, yeah, there's a lot of different ways and creative ways to tell these human stories. And here's each each little genre that we switch into is a new way to tell that
1: human story. So many different genres used. Yeah, it's like it was like unlike anything I've seen before, but at the same time, kind of a culmination of everything I've ever seen. Uh, I was trying to think of a way to describe it. It was like, If the Matrix was hilarious. um...
0: Yeah, but didn't they say that they they got the idea for the movie by watching the Matrix and by watching it was like the Matrix and one other shit. This is a bad anecdote. But yeah, they had watched like two movies back to back and they got inspired Mm -hmm. because they were like, oh, we love these movies from the 90s. Let's let's run. Let's let's make a movie kind of like this.
1: Well, it kind of felt like a really good Jackie Chan movie. And then I was not really surprised to learn that they had envisioned him for the part initially. And he's that they went to China to meet with him about it. And I guess he wasn't available. I mean, what what could he possibly be doing? So there's um, only
0: two Chinese actors of this age on the planet? Because then they just go get Data. <laughs> they just go get the, the dude from the Goonies. and
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's well, crazy. No, no he, he was supposed to be the main protagonist. Oh, he was. Uh, but then they... Yeah, but then uh, you know Michelle Yeoh, uh, they uh, they give it to her instead as like a you know switch the gender. Oh, that's um, cool. Which which is awesome, and I guess and uh, she texted him to be like, <laughs> um, he he texted her congratulations on the movie. You know they approached me about it, and she's like, yeah, you're lost, bro. <laughs> um, it just what a fun movie to make, and you got Jamie Lee Curtis in there, just. I love that everyone got to like played all these different roles. It must have been a blast. Yeah, I guess it's also doing it pretty seems well too. So fun. Yeah. So it's made it's made like and forty-seven it, million so far.
0: Yeah. Um, so in uh, against a budget of like twenty something, right? And yeah. I think it's more critically acclaimed than it's doing more with a lot less than what the multiverse of madness the Marvel Doctor Strange movie is which neither one of us have seen yet but I, I, I loved the the creativity in the genre hopping I love the broken glass element and how you can see some of the different genres and, and just the different triggers that you need to have in order to access those, whether it's chewing a whole thing, a chapstick, or whether it's saying, I love you, Brenda, or, or th- these different triggers that you have to get into those. But really, the visibility of the different multiverses is, is what kind of is driving both her and her daughter into kind of this frustrated madness. Because they're seeing all of the different possibilities.
1: Yeah, I mean that that the writing process must have been a total free your mind, anything is possible, uh, process. A process. I mean, like two rocks taking the sunset. It, you know, that was my favorite one possibilities yeah yeah just a, um, a
0: multiverse where everyone has died off and basically personalities exist through rocks i thought that was yeah. so funny and then some of the, the weightiest moments of the movie are this this rock dialogue it was like so fucking clever i was, was dying yeah
1: there were constant moments of like how could they possibly top this how can they be more inventive than what i'm seeing and then it would always go deeper uh and be funnier and then pull back and be really Poignant, But in a hilarious way, like with the the rock uh, um, universe or, you know, the hot dog fingers. But but that was like every single story was had a had like an emotional, impactful wrap up. Yeah, I could not believe that
0: the hot dog fingers wasn't just like a visual gag, but it ends up being this really important piece right because the hot dog fingers <laughs> yeah. is how she unlocks her appreciation and understanding of her daughter's uh, sexuality it's like she sees herself in that romantic relationship with jamie lee curtis with the hot dog <laughs> fingers
1: yeah. and then they yeah. play
0: the fucking piano with her feet and then that that, that gets like that's like an un- unlock for her to be able to connect with her daughter and, and find understanding in that space
1: fantastic script incredibly well executed um i just think uh, I'm so glad it's still in theaters and because everyone's like, oh, where can I find it? Where is it on? I was like, it's in theaters. You have to go to a theater to watch it. Yeah, and the it, window is still is, open. It's still doing good business. And I, get, I, I, I just read this before we, uh, we hit record, but I thought this was so funny that... That movie is is just about to pass House of Gucci at fifty-two. It'll probably do that next weekend. And once it's done that, it'll have made more money than every single Oscar nominee except for Dune at 108. But Wow. Yeah. <laughs> this this random movie drops in April and it's it's made uh, more money than all the movies that we were talking about for months.
0: Yeah, and it's it is it is pretty random. It it has a lot of inclusion. <laughs> it's this Chinese American family. I think that's that's a really uh, something to to celebrate as well, and and even the the actor that's making his comeback from all these years from the eighties, he said he had watched Crazy Rich Asians and he was he had seen it four times and he had like laughed and cried because he was so he was having FOMO and he was jealous and he was like that mm-hmm. Crazy Rich Asians this Jimmy Kimmel interview he was on said motivated him to get back in the industry and within like six months he he gets this script and he's he's like I have to do it. Yeah, it's, it's that's
1: amazing. Yeah, it's you, really mean, you cool. mean are you talking about the guy that was in uh, Temple of Doom? Yeah, yeah, uh, Temple of Doom. Short round?
0: Yeah, short round. And then he's, uh, is I think his character's named Data in the Goonies. But he, he talks oh, right. a little bit about that experience of working with Spielberg in the in the eighties. And then he talks about he was like, yeah, and then I there was just no parts for me to do, so I kind of just did other things with my life. And I'm sitting there watching crazy rich Asians. And I'm like, Oh my God, the, the uh, Hollywood is, is open to Chinese families. Again, I need to, I need to get back in the game. And, and here he yeah. is in the biggest hit of the year.
1: And he was great. And then, uh, Michelle Yeoh, I mean, uh, I, I read something where she was kind of lamenting the, you know, the, 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 roles weren't for her, you know, she was in a bond film, you know, she's yeah. like, obviously got the action chops, uh, also Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we got James Hong, who I, I just got a Hollywood, uh, he's had a, a his decade or six decades long career. Uh, he was in that Seinfeld episode where they're, they're trying to get that table out of the. Oh yeah. Restaurant. Yeah. Yeah. He's the Seinfeld. Seinfeld? Oh. Of yeah. Oh. Uh, the, yeah,
0: I completely forgot. He's in, he's in a ton of stuff, but yeah, he, he's the, the grandfather and Did Jamie Lee Curtis kills it in this. She's having yeah. a blast with the, with the bodysuit and the fucked up wig and the wrist guard. Great bit with the wrist guard. I, I, yeah. I thought that I thought I was just I, it really is an enjoyable experience out of the gate. It's really hundred miles an hour pretty much after the opening credits <laughs> yeah. roll.
1: It is it, it's there's also there's almost too much to try to cover or like or great or best bits or yeah. Um, it's it's just so jam packed and just loaded with fun stuff. And that, what I love is that like the cast sticks around. Like no one's introduced and then is not used later to do something ridiculous yeah like, uh even jenny's slate has like this little bit in the beginning and then she comes back and there's like some dance number uh, well, it was uh, a fucking it,
0: dog fight they use her dogs yeah. as nunchucks basically they're like booting <laughs> yeah. this <dog> around. <laughs> they don't give a fuck dude even so yeah. do you remember you probably don't speaking of cast members in an ensemble here the the guy that's hanging around the laundromat is actually uh, the santa claus from i think you should leave Remember that sketch where he's like, he's in action Santa now, and he says, "I've seen every cock on the planet Earth."
1: Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> that,
0: that guy is in this movie, and I was like,
1: "Yes!"
0: So for all I, of our, I, I, I think you should leave Slappies. Santa. Yeah.
1: If you don't follow, I think you should leave meme page. Just uh, follow Bob instead. You'll yeah. Get all the I'll same pretty much just content. steal them all. But it's I just, and, and at the end, you know, I, I, the,
0: this, I think I was. Helen Brekka and I said I think you'd really like it and there's this there's this part where the daughter Joy you know she she looks that that everything bagel right that black hole of your life and and she looks at just the all of the unfathomably large scope of the world and how insignificant she feels within it you know and but I, I love the message at the end where it's like it doesn't really matter what versions of your life might be out there it's it's these that are important. And so, you know, obviously Evelyn goes from, you know, smashing that window and basically saying like, fuck this reality to that's, that's the one she's going to lean into. And I think that's, that's a really beautiful message.
1: Yeah, there were some cool turns there to the end. I wasn't exactly sure where we were going to end up because it seemed like she had found a better reality, right? And yeah, it
0: seemed like she was going to go with the better reality, and that was kind of sad, you know. But in- at the end, she's more affectionate towards Waylon. She's accepting her daughter. She has a po- positive outlook. She has peace with her dad. Like, you know, she's obviously co- come that full circle through the journey. Yeah, it was
1: cool. It was like uh, she's she's successful in every reality where she leaves her husband right and doesn't have the family and then mm-hmm. but then she goes with the one with the family i mean you know i it's like what it is success. sex right what is uh, yeah I, exactly i'm sure we've all thought about like oh have i done this have i done this differently i wonder uh had i joined you know the naval academy at, at a high school and uh, pursued my fake wish to be a fighter pilot instead of <laughs> No, that was just greens. you being really
0: pumped up on Top Gun, and all you needed yeah, was yeah, just yeah. another Top Gun to come out. I think you, yeah. did, you yeah. made the right choice there. <laughs>
1: yeah, and we're all eleven, uh, 11 days out. Another yeah. Top hey. Gun, thirty years later. Hey, that's for uh, um, a different podcast.
0: But yeah, I, I think that's I think that's a, a it's. I loved the human element at the core of this movie, and because if it was just wacky gags, we would have been watch checking, you know. And I think the fact that mm-hmm. we were really uh, truly invested in the family journey, I think makes it work.
1: Yeah. That's kind of like the framework, right. That you can kind of have fun around. Uh, and that definitely needs to be there and believe, be believable. And then, um, I just love the reference level. Uh, I love a good, uh, you know, it, not an inside joke, but like, uh, thought thought out references you know like ratatouille i thought it was like the raccoon just a full ratatouille like and again it, it
0: does you don't just leave it it's just not like a passing gag it's like that right. becomes a part she has to go run that run that dude get the raccoon back <laughs> yeah. and she's on his shoulders
1: what a fucking
0: hilarious bit
1: Everything gets resolved. I thought there was so like they set up all these absurd premises, but then everything gets uh, is for a purpose. Yeah, and, I uh, kept thinking,
0: reason. what the fuck is with the hot dog bit? And it's it's she's pinned yeah. down at the end, <laughs> and she needs her feet. Yeah, fantastic.